The moment you see strawberry pots start popping around the neighbourhood, it can only mean one thing, that strawberries are in season and summer is here. Hey everybody, my name is Tini and you are tuning in to Fee Kadrotni. Strawberries or Yud Guppar. Yes, as we said in Swedish, Yud Guppar. Yud means earth, Guppar means old man. So if you were to literally translate uh, Yud Guppar into English, it's like saying um, old man of the earth. <laughs> Kind of interesting, isn't it? Yes, strawberries. I am not saying that strawberries from other countries are not nice. All this while, I have uh, grown up to be, you know, to to have been eating strawberries from United States, uh, and this was like in what eighties, nineties, and of course, strawberries were super expensive back then, and they are really, really seasonal. You don't see them all the time in the supermarkets, and you can only get them in supermarkets in town, like Cold Storage or the Tangling Mall. You you can't find them in the you know neighborhood supermarkets, but nowadays you can easily find them, and that was also before Australian strawberries came to Singapore. So yeah, for, for quite a while, you know, I grew up eating, um, well, not every day. <laughs> yeah, not every day. Um, yeah, growing up only knowing and recognizing the taste of strawberries from these two countries. And I'm sure uh, back in the 80s, Isetan they have been selling Japanese strawberries. I don't know, I can't remember, that was so long ago. But nowadays, whenever it's in season, you can find uh, Japanese strawberries and Korean strawberries in the supermarket. So when that season comes, do head down to the respective supermarket and invest in some really yummy strawberries. Because I must say, the strawberries from Japan and Korea they are very similar to those from Sweden. Same, same, but different. They are similar. <laughs> okay, they are similar. Uh, definitely, that has got to do with the soil, the climate, you know. Uh, I mean, all these are important factors to grow such good strawberries, quality ones uh, especially. So, yeah, do, do try that. And if you do have a chance to travel to Sweden, travel during summer, uh, almost midsummer, maybe go there and get a punnet of uh, Swedish strawberries. You will tell me that I am right. I am right when it comes to good food. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's another type of strawberry in Sweden that is amazing. You know, Mother Nature is so wonderful. And these strawberries are called smultron. And they are also called in English wild alpine strawberries. They are super, super tiny. It's not sold anywhere. You can only find them in the forest. I am very blessed to be able to just find them outside my doorstep. And when I found one, I have to keep looking for more because there's not a lot of them. Uh, and I have to really fight with the birds. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, it's my turn. So how does a smultron look like? Take a look at your pinky finger. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, take a look at your pinky finger and look at your nail bead. Can you see how small your nail bead is? I mean, I have small hands, so my, my pinky finger is also very small. The nail bead is also very small. So that's how small a small tron is. 
the biggest Smoltron, look at a nail bit of your thumb. Go ahead, look. <laughs> no need to be shy to look at your own finger. Yeah, so that's that's the biggest. Alright, unless you have big hands, then that'll be a bit too big. Yeah, if you have uh, tiny friends, <laughs> borrow their hand and take a look at their nail beads. If your friend was like, what are you doing with my hand? You can just say, I, I want to know how Smoltron looks like because, you know, I hear Tini was talking about it on her podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a good way of promoting uh, my podcast, actually. <laughs> Yeah, gra grab someone with the small hands, you know, uh, not babies, okay? Uh, babies are too too small, even though that can be possible as well. But grab a petite friend, okay? Uh, and look at their fingernails, uh, their, their, finger, their, their nail bits. So that's how tiny it is. Yeah, I'm not asking you to touch your friend anyhow, okay? That would be sexual harassment. So do ask for permission first before you just grab that fella's hands. And no, 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 don't grab the hands of the person sitting next to you in the bus right now or a train. No, that again would be sexual harassment. Are you crazy? And of course, strawberries are explosive when it comes to the amount of antioxidant in it. You know, it's a really great source of iron and folate. It's high in vitamin C. And it's really good for you on top of being succulent, sweet, flavorful. They are one of the best fruits that you need to have in your daily diet. According to Acta Horticulture website, um, the annual harvest of strawberries in Sweden is estimated to be about 15 million kilograms. A uh, million is the ones with six zeros, right? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I have to sort of like check my eyes. Uh, like, you know, I blink and check it again because I can't believe it's 15 million. 15 with three, one, two, three, four, five, six zeros at the back. That's a lot. That's about three to four litres per person. Strawberry cultivation is the leading berry crop in Sweden. Many strawberries are grown in home gardens as many as commercial plantations. Main production areas are in the southern part, namely Scania, Blackingen and Kalmar. Um, there are also a, another concentrated area which is around the big lakes of Vetten and Vernon. According to a representative from Eric's Gordon, um, which is one of Hebe's strawberries growers. Uh, the representative said here that strawberries grown in Sweden usually start slowly and ripen steadily as the temperature increases at a steady rate. Incredible. Well, you do know, or are you aware that you can actually visit uh, one of the strawberries plantations to pick your own strawberries? So, yeah, you can, you need not do it in Sweden. You can go anywhere around the world that produces strawberries you can do that and if you're in sweden you can go kalmar blackingen or scania so how do you store the strawberries it is advised that you only wash them if there's visible dirt once the stem is removed they should be eaten immediately or frozen if you want to eat them later on uh, in the day they should be stored unwashed and kept in the refrigerator. This is sold for fresh strawberries. 
But if you want to keep them for a longer period of time, this is a good tip that I received from a friend. So what I was told is I should put them in a container, don't wash them, slice them, sprinkle a little bit of uh, sugar and keep them in the freezer. And I have been doing it since, you know. Uh, what I usually do is I would buy three to four punnets, maybe sometimes five. One punnet would, you know, be gone immediately. <laughs> and the other one, I would either bake something with it or make it into a compote or jam. And the other two, I would store it in a container and lightly sugar them and then freeze it only to take it out in winter. Do you know? Do you know, since 1985, Vora Commune, which is situated in the west of Sweden, they celebrate Jutgup's Dagen, uh, that is Strawberry Day. It usually happens in June, uh, midsummer, after midsummer. And this year, it is supposed to be celebrated on the 26th to the 27th of June. Unfortunately, because of the COVID-19 pandemic that's going on, they had to cancel the celebration. Uh, what do they have there? They usually have like mini concert where they invite local artists, uh, DJs, even the people in the community would do some performances as well. So there'll be like a carnival. Um, they have like local produced being sold and like mini markets. Of course, you have your mute glass. And they also have strawberry awards ceremony. How great is that? They celebrate the local farmers during the uh, Group's Dogen. Words of the day. Words of the day. So every week we look at words that are spelled exactly the same in English and in Swedish, but they carry different meaning. Some words may sound the same, whereas sometimes they may spell the same. They may be spelled the same, but they don't have the same pronunciation. So today we are looking at the word prick. Prick. P-R-I-C-K. Prick. In English, prick means to poke holes. Yep, you make a prick um, on the potatoes before you boil them so it's faster for them to boil. Or in slang, English slang, he's a prick. Yeah, that guy's a prick. You know, he's, he's awful. He's, he's a jerk. Prick. In Swedish, means on the dot. Till example, han kom prick två. That means he comes at two o'clock on the dot. And in Bahasa Melayu, well, somebody did notify that I forgot to introduce the words in Bahasa Melayu for the past two episodes. Oops, sorry. Anyways, uh, in Bahasa Melayu, prick. Eh, let me get this straight. Sometimes it's not easy to translate from English to Bahasa Melayu and vice versa. So I will do my best as according to the dual dictionary that I have in my hand right now. Prick means it's like a poke when you poke something. It is something that you feel that is very hurtful. Uh, if I were to put it in a sentence, uh, let's see. Okay, people gossip, right? These uh, people with no hobbies, uh, they gossip about you and they say something that is 
really unpleasant about you, which is not true. So that is prick in Bahasa Melayu. Something that <gasps> menusuk kalbu. <laughs> Ouch! And with that, Sheramina Lusnare, we have come to the end of this episode for this week. Do tune in next week because I will be announcing a contest for you listeners out there. Yes, a little contest for everybody. I will tell you a little bit more next week. Otherwise, it's no surprise. <laughs> Anyways, once again, thank you so much. Have a great start to your week. We hope to see you again next week. Stay safe, stay sane, wash your hands regularly. Puss old crumb from me. Tinny. Hey, duo.